Hi, and welcome to The Ocean in a Drop, where we connect deeply to the world around us by connecting deeply to the world inside of us. I'm your host, Minnie, and I'm so glad I get to share this space with you. Today, we're talking about want versus need, and how focusing on our desires can take care of our wants and our needs. We'll also share a time of listening together. In the book series, The Lord of the Rings, there's a creature named Gollum. He was once human, but he completely transformed when he found a ring with magical powers. What is interesting about Gollum is that the ring gains total control over him by forcing him to focus only on his need for the ring and ignore everything or everyone else, including himself. He actually calls the ring, my precious, and you can see how valuable it is to him. While he has the ring, all he can think about is keeping everyone else away so he doesn't have to share it. And when he loses the ring, all of his time and energy are spent figuring out how to get it back. If that sounds exhausting and life-draining, it's because it is. Gollum is lonely, isolated, and constantly on edge. He can't rest when he has the ring, and he can't rest when he doesn't have it. Now take out the word ring from everything I just described, and insert your own noun. That's right, people. English 101. What person, place, or thing is your personal version of the one ring to rule them all? You feel like if you just had this one thing, everything else would fall into place or be taken care of. The perfect boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, spouse, etc. The biggest house, the fanciest car, the most likes, followers, subscribers. Admission to the right school, partner in the right firm, connections in the right social circles. The perfect test score, the perfect body, the biggest bank account. Look, there's nothing wrong with any of those things in and of themselves. But when they become your sole focus and you push away everyone else, including the real you, to try to get and keep them, then you've lost your humanity and become your own version of Gollum. This process doesn't just happen with things that can supposedly make your life better permanently, but also temporarily. How many people have wrecked their relationships and themselves for the temporary high or relief of drugs, sex, or gambling? Let's go back to Gollum's story. He tries to get his needs met by the ring. The problem is that the ring doesn't care about his needs. It just wants power. So instead, it makes Gollum focus on needing the ring and nothing else. That's what keeps him a slave to it. But even though Gollum seems to only need the ring, you can see his wants peek through sometimes. He gets hurt. He feels scared. He does want to love and be loved. If he actually followed what he wanted, safety, security, love, he could get beyond his desperate need for the ring. 
and see that it's actually an obstacle to what he wants. He could stop seeing the ring as his only friend and everyone else as a potential enemy. He could open up and connect to others and reclaim his humanity. That's the problem with being driven by need. It shuts us down and closes us up in a cage of fear until we're blind to every other possibility except that one we think we need. But when we focus on our desires or wants, we open up and set ourselves free to dream and ask and see new ways of being. One woman who let her desires drive her rather than her need was Dolores Huerta. Born in New Mexico in 1930, she was three years old when her family moved to Stockton, California. Dolores went to college and became a teacher. You might think that being a school teacher would meet the need for security and a stable job. If Dolores had thought that, she might have stayed. But Dolores wanted something more. So she let that want propel her to her next job as a community organizer and labor activist. She said, I quit because I can't stand seeing kids come to class hungry and needing shoes. I thought I could do more by organizing farm workers than by trying to teach their hungry children. She went on to co-found the National Farm Workers Association with Cesar Chavez and Gilbert Padilla, which later became United Farm Workers. Dolores dreamed of better living and working conditions for farm workers and their families, and she wasn't afraid to ask for it. She said, every single day we sit down to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And at our table, we have food that was planted, picked, or harvested by a farm worker. Why is it that the people who do the most sacred work in our nation are the most oppressed, the most exploited? Though the farm workers needed their wages, they were willing to give them up in the short term for the long-term promise of better working and living conditions. With their cooperation, Dolores and the others organized them into a nationwide boycott of California grape growers for five years. In 1970, the growers signed a historic collective bargaining agreement with United Farm Workers, resulting in better conditions for the farm workers including reduced use of pesticides and access to health care. Dolores and others continued to advocate for more rights and benefits for the farm workers. And in 1975, the Agricultural Labor Relations Act was passed. This was the first law in the nation that recognized the right of farm workers to bargain collectively. The farm workers and their advocates got their need to be treated justly by going after their want for a better world. Individual and collective human progress has always come about when people put aside their short-term needs to go after their long-term dreams. Need, like the ring, may hold power over you in the moment, but it is your wants 
that have the power to shape your future. You see, need causes us to function from desperation and fear. Want or desire causes us to function from inspiration and hope and joy. And that's a much more satisfying way to live. When you start going for what you want, you start becoming who you need to be in the present to reach that dream. In this way, you're being transformed in the present as well as creating your future. Having the courage to name our wants as well as our needs is another way of exploring the ocean present inside each of us. So if you feel ready, I'd like to invite you to share a time of listening and dreaming together. I invite you to close your eyes and slowly breathe deeply in and out. With each breath, feel your body relax from your head to your toes. Let's do that again. Deep breath in and deep breath out. One more time. Deep breath in and deep, slow breath out. As we ask and listen together, remember, you're just being present with yourself and being honest about what's there. There's no pressure to make anything happen or filter yourself. Trust that love will guide you to the best answers for you at the best time for you, whether that's now or in the shower or some other time. So first ask, what do I feel like I need right now? It could be one thing or many things. Let it all come out. We'll take some time to listen together now. Now ask, what do I really want? Again, let it all out. We'll listen and notice together now.
Now ask, which one has been driving my choices and actions? My needs or my wants? We'll keep listening. Now ask, which one do I want to give power to going forward, needs or wants? We'll take some time to listen. You did great. Feel free to continue being with what came up for you. If you'd like to get news and updates from me, like when the next episode is ready for you, come to minipalmer.com and sign up for my newsletter. I'd love to stay connected. Thank you for being here with me today. I am so glad you chose to share your ocean with me, and I look forward to being with you again.